Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. It's your girl, Sonya McQueen, with your mind, your body, your choice. All you mothers, I hope you had a beautiful, wonderful Mother's Day. And if you listen to my podcast and you receive my newsletter, Motivational Monthly, it should have been out yesterday. I had major difficulties out of town um, and was not able to get it completed. So I plan on releasing it no later than Friday, but it's coming, it's coming. I want to speak to you today about, I really want to hone in on when you let situations change your personality or your outlook or your your motivational efforts or your positivity for the day. So I used to be the type of person when things went bad or if something happened, it would fester in me and it would bother me if not for the day, for days, for weeks. I wouldn't be able to sleep at night because I'd be so bombarded with these thoughts or I wouldn't be the happy me during the day because something that happened earlier upset me so much it just deflated me and and sucked out my joy. So this weekend, my husband and I flew to um, Austin, Texas. My son graduated from Texas A&M, got a master's in economics. And so we got there Friday and checked into our Airbnb. It was absolutely gorgeous. I've never been in an Airbnb. I'm a Hilton girl. I usually stay in like embassy suites or something, but we got an Airbnb and it was gorgeous. So by the time we were able to get into our room, when we arrived, we went straight to meet my son and his sisters and his father. Um, And if you don't know the story, he was adopted. He's my son. He was adopted. So we went to meet all of them for dinner, and then we had to go do some things. By the time we got to our Airbnb, it was 11 o'clock at night, and we had to be up at 4 to drive the two hours to where he was graduating. So we got everything done, but I am the type of person. I, I think I look much younger than my age, but if I don't get good sleep, I look much older than my age. And if you know anything about naturally curly hair, I have that. (laughs) I have naturally curly hair, but I had it pressed out for this event, so it was long and straight. It rained the entire time we were there. And so we get there, it's raining, it's raining when we wake up, it's raining when we pick up my son from his hotel to drive to the location, it's raining, raining, raining. So my natural hair decided it didn't want to stay straight. And it started poofing up, looked like an afro almost at the roots. It's, it's not, it wasn't funny at the moment because I thought to myself, I should take my flat iron with me, but I didn't. So I ended up in the bathroom for way too much time trying to find a way to pin it up with one barrette. But I figured it out. Um, All the pictures we took before that were deleted because I actually look horrible. But more than that, When I don't get good sleep, my face looks different. I look older. I'm 53. I look 63, 73. I look older instantly from a lack of sleep. So not only was my hair bushy, I looked older. And I was letting those things take away a bit from my enjoyment of being with my son because I kept constantly worrying about how bad I was looking. Now, I am not... um, a conceited person. I am not a 
I'm not even overly confident. I'm confident in what I'm confident in. I think I look good enough. I don't put myself over people and I definitely don't put myself under people. I know beauty when I see it and I recognize it and I acknowledge it. I don't mind telling people they're beautiful because it doesn't take anything away from me to do so or to recognize beauty. But when I look bad and I feel like I look bad, nobody else has to feel that away. It drives me crazy, especially when it's an event. Now, if I just look bad, I woke up and I had to run to Sam's Club and do some shopping, go to Publix. I don't care. I'm putting on a hat. I'm going to go about my business. But this was an event. I knew there would be hundreds of pictures taken. And I felt like I looked horrible. And that thought stayed with me. I kept going to the bathroom, checking my hair trying to figure out if I should put on some makeup. Okay, let me put on a little makeup. Now that looks horrible because I'm not a makeup person. Let me take it off. Oh, I don't have any moisturizer. Let me do this. I was all over the place. Instead of sitting my butt in that chair, just saying, well, I got a shag. Let me go ahead and enjoy this beautiful moment. But it didn't take away from my son, but from me, it took away from me. So anyway, fast forward. We were there all day. He went from being hooded um, with a small amount of people who were graduating, getting their master's in economics, from that to the actual graduation. So we arrived at seven in the morning and we did the hooding. The graduation wasn't until, it didn't start until two and it wasn't over until four-ish. So from seven to four, we're doing all that. Then we were in the parking lot and we're looking for him and so on and so forth. We finally all get together and I'm driving back and um, we're making plans of where we're going to go eat. And his adopted father's rental car blew a tire. So we have to go get everybody out of the car except his, his adopted father. We got to get his sisters and everybody and try to make room in our vehicle, get them there. Long story short, the father stays with the car that broke down because the car rental agency he used, and I wish I knew who it was so I can tell you don't rent with them because he called them and it was so many hours later before anybody even really acknowledged he had a problem. He's on the side of the road in Texas. He lives in Oregon. And where he broke down, there is nothing. There are no stores. There are no homes, nothing. Just an isolated spot, an island. So we left him, though. And I felt bad about that because we were an hour and a half away from where we were going. We get to our location. We, My husband's exhausted. I'm exhausted. But this is my son's time. So we all meet up to eat. The father's still stranded. It's dark now. And... I didn't mention my phone just locked up. It said iPhone unavailable, available in, and it starting down, started counting down from 60 minutes. I was livid. I was livid. I can't use my GPS. I can't do anything. So I had to get somebody else's phone, call T-Mobile. T-Mobile has no idea what's wrong with my phone. They patched me in after sending me to three different locations, three different people, to Apple. Apple has no idea what my, was. they're telling me I tried my access code too many times. And I said, 
I didn't try it one time. Oh, you shouldn't put your phone in your purse. And my phone wasn't in a purse. We weren't even allowed to take purses into graduation unless they were clear. My purse is clearly not clear. My phone was plugged up, giving me directions. Nobody touched my phone. It just did this. That doesn't make any sense. Are you sure? So now I'm aggravated. You're questioning whether I know if I tried to push codes in my phone. And you're questioning whether my phone was in a purse that I didn't even have. I just said, just say you don't know what's wrong with my phone. Ma'am, I don't know what's wrong with your phone. The only time this happens is I said, I know. You've already told me. If somebody pushes in the wrong code too many times, I got it. What do I do to unlock my phone right now? I need my GPS. Um, you're going to have to reset it. Is your stuff in the cloud? I said it is. We're going to have to do a master reset. 15 minutes into the master reset, the master reset isn't working. She's clueless now. I hang up. I'm a little frustrated because of that, but I have another phone I can use, so I'm trying to let that go. Anyway, we go about our day, so on and so forth. This morning, I wake up and I call T-Mobile. Hey, this is a problem. So the young lady explains, you have an older, mo older model iPhone, right? Long story short, she was telling me the towers are now 5, 5G, 5 something plus. I have a 4. 4G, 4LTE phone, and I need an upgrade. And I, I told her, listen, a couple of months ago, I was having so many problems. I was promised a free upgrade. She looks, it's not in the notes. Okay. So I went to T-Mobile when I was offered the free upgrade to pick out one. But the guy told me, oh no, we, we're not going to give you a free upgrade, but we'll give you a $400 credit for your phone. I told him that's not going to work because I was promised a free upgrade. So I left. Today, they're offering me, once again, not a free upgrade. And even though it's not my fault about the towers, but they're offering me $200 off of my phone, no longer the $400. And the lady tells me on the phone, if I do this over the phone, it's going to cost you an extra $35. But if you go in the store, it's not going to cost you that. So I get in my car and I go to the store. And here's where 10 minutes in my podcast starts. The guy helping me at the store at T-Mobile begins to tell me how customer service has no idea what they're talking about. What she told me is wrong. Then he says, the chances of you ever getting married again are slim to none because you can't see her. She doesn't care what she says to you. We're the ones who know what's going on because you see our faces. You can come back here tomorrow and I'll be here. But Mary, she just tells you anything. Look, she didn't even put, he turns his little tablet towards me. She didn't even put any notes in here. Yeah, she, she doesn't know what she's talking about. And by the way, yeah, you'll get your $200 credit, but it's going to be blah, blah, blah. And I looked at him and I said, I thought you were all one team. This was a very aggravating situation for me. My phone started stopped working while I was out of town and it counted down from 60 minutes. And when it got to one, it started over at 60 again, counted down to one and started over at 60 again. I could not use my phone in another state at a very special occasion for my child for three hours. And all you're telling me is how customer service on the phone doesn't really care about us and they don't know anything. And you're disputing everything they said. And 
you're not going to do this for me and you're not going to do that for me because you're not a car salesman. And all I did was sit down and tell you what the problem was. He's like, ma'am, I'm just telling you the facts. You know, you're a good customer. You've been with us for 18 years. I said, exactly. And before I was with you for 18 years, I was with you for six. And once again, I thought you were all a team. I said, so I'm so aggravated. I'm just going to go ahead and go. He said, okay, no problem. No, ma'am. Okay, let me see what I can do. None of that. So I'm in my car and instantly I call T-Mobile and I asked for escalations. But the young lady who was helping me was very nice. She asked what the problem was and I told her everything he said. And she was like, wow, I'm with you, Miss Sonia. I thought we were one team. She was like, I'm so sorry. And she basically told me everything the lady told me before I left. But she had me on hold so long. I took that time to pray. And I was like, Lord. My son graduated. He got a master's. He brought me all this wonderful tea. Gave me all this tea. You know, I love tea. And I was able to spend quality time with him for the first time in his 30 years on Mother's Day. He comes and visits me all the time. I've spent Thanksgiving with him. I've spent Christmas with him. I've spent summertime with him. I've spent quality time, but never a Mother's Day. I didn't want to lose that grand feeling. More than that, I have a working phone. I have three T-Mobile phones. I have a business on T-Mobile. They might not all agree, but the customer service on the phone both times was subpar. Subpar. The guy in the store was not subpar because he was putting down his own team members. So I said something quickly for him as well, but I felt so much peace just reminiscing on the good that I just had this weekend, the time with my husband, the food, the, the camaraderie, spending time with my son's sisters who were also adopted. Um, one of them loves me dearly. The other one, she likes me, but the other one loves me. And just getting all that positivity in it over flowed through the pits of my veins while I was on hold with customer service with T-Mobile. And all I could think was, you know what? Yeah, my phone broke down on me pretty much like a car. But there were four other car phones in that car, five, literally I could use. Thank God I wasn't riding alone. My husband, I was able to use his GPS. I was able to listen to his music on his phone. And we were able to get to our destination safely. I could have let that phone push me over the edge and let it bother me. And I could have griped and complained. But what good does that do? What good does that do? Griping and complaining about something that's not going to change. It's not like I start complaining and all of a sudden it doesn't exist anymore. It still exists. My phone was still locked. But there was a solution. And let's just say for a second I was by myself. I'm smart enough to know there's still something called a paper map. I wouldn't have been happy. I probably would have had to find a radio station and listen to it. But I had a car that was getting me from point A to point B. I had 
a plane that got me from point A to point B. And I'm grateful. The guy at T-Mobile today, he irritated me. You guys have no idea. But then I remember while I was on hold, girl, you own a motivational speaking company. You go and you teach other people how to give the best customer service possible. You train the trainer. You're a trainer. You go into companies and you help them. Apparently, he needs a little help without trying to get him in trouble. He needs to learn the customer service experience, but I'm not going to take that on. I know the customer service experience. Led by motivation is led to motivate. If I walk around with my lips poked out and my nose turned up for every little situation that bothers me, you guys, my nose will be full of rain. <laughs> Every time I went outside and it rained, I would be overwhelmed, drowning. I'd always look at the ceiling. I'd never look at anybody else. You know why? Because situations are going to come. They're going to come. Obstacles. There will be things you do not like, but you persevere because Think of all the things before that you didn't like, and you're still here. A lot of times it's a lesson. Learn the lesson. Sometimes it's just a moment. Let it go. I, I wrote an article once, and I don't remember what I wrote, so I'm going to write another article but use the same title, and it was titled, When Yesterday Comes. When yesterday comes, think about that. We are so good at living in the past and reliving things and reliving things that we don't even have time for our day. We are so stuck in yesterday and the day before and the day before that we're not living to our full potential today and getting all of our blessings today. And then tomorrow letting today go. Whatever went wrong, we are so stuck in our past that we're not living fully in our moments. We are so upset when somebody wrongs us, cuts us off in traffic, says the wrong words when they speak to us, rolls their eyes, looks us up and down a couple of times, uses a derogatory word. That's all their problem. You smile long as they're not in your personal space and they're not touching you, it is what it is. I said it the last podcast, people who drive crazy and cut you off in traffic and that, they're doing that period. They don't know you personally, so don't take it personally. I had to learn that myself and I'm better for it. But what I'm really better for is growth. And believe me, you guys, couple years ago, this would have happened, I'd still be, steam would be coming out of my, I would look like a choo-choo train. There would be so much steam and so much heat coming off of me. You'd probably fry an egg on my forehead. But I've learned that situational. It doesn't change the fact that my phone wasn't working. It doesn't change the fact if I want better service, I need to upgrade to a 5 G phone, 
None of that changes. Doesn't change the fact at all. So what do I do? I go on T-Mobile and I look for a new phone. First, the young lady was going to help me. I said, no, nah, I want to I wanna go ahead and make a, a great decision. And then guess what I was able to do? I was able to bless her because when she asked me, what do I do? And I told her she wanted to talk about being motivated in her past and how she felt. And I was able to talk to this young lady and bless her. And maybe all this happened just so I could talk to her. You never know. But it made me feel good. And I hung up that phone without any of the pressure of my phone breaking down. Without any of the thoughts of having my ex. Matter of fact, when I think of my little shag afro, ends curl, puffy hair from Saturday, it's funny. And we laughed about it last night. We were cracking up because I was like, yeah, every picture that I was in before I pinned my hair back has been deleted. All them crow's feet look like my face looked so much older, all deleted. We were cracking up. It was funny. When in the past that would have bothered me so greatly, I would have missed the joy of seeing my son get hooded and get his masters. Don't sweat the little things, you guys. And if it's even a bigger thing, if you can't change it, pray about it and let it go. Let it go. All right? I am led by motivation. You can find me at www.ledbymotivation.com. And you could always email me. I am ledbymotivation07 at gmail.com. I appreciate everybody who listens to this podcast. Have a beautiful day and share this with somebody new. Thank you.